courtroom of the gifts of the Spirit, after you land in this courtroom to wait for your name to be mentioned, you will get the opportunity to watch as waves and waves of souls, being found guilty, are sent to hell, with a very few, if at all, making it to the next courtroom, all faces will be in real fear, and all knees will be busily shaking, until they are consumed by the wonder of how their owners are going to fare, the more you watch souls thrown into hell for crimes far less than what you have hiding under your sleeves, the louder you hear your knees smiting against each other, but you who know Jesus, who had spent time on earth to verify your names are written in the Lamb's book of life before dying, you shall have no fear at all, please take a moment and bless the Lord for giving you this opportunity to save yourself from going through that terrible experience on that day, the Lord is ready to respect and respond to your humility and obedience by helping you to renounce every act or deed that will make you guilty in any of these courtrooms. This is what shall be examined in this courtroom as the angel asks you to step forward, gifts of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12-4 makes it clear that there are diversities of gifts, here in this courtroom, every gift you received from the Holy Spirit shall show up on a screen, and whatsoever you used it for shall be examined, if you had failed to use any of the gifts in a way pleasing unto Jesus Christ the Master, the voice shall order you to depart. If you had failed to use any of your gifts at all, the court will find you guilty of burying the master's gift in the earth, because your body is made of earth, and the voice shall say unto you depart. The good news is, we shall not force the Lord against his will to bury us in hell, we shall learn from the parable of the servant in Matthew 25 verse 25, from now on, we shall repent from burying our master's gifts deep within us, in the name of Jesus, Amen. Freely ye have received, freely share, if you had used spiritual gifts by selling them on earth as revelations, sermons, songs, DVDs, etc., and by placing copyrights protections on them, this court will find you guilty of merchandising the master's free gift, and the voice shall say unto you depart. If the Lord has given you, for example, a voice to sing, do not hire expensive band, producers, otherwise, you will fall into the temptation of selling your songs to pay the bill, sing with your beautiful natural voice with or without any strings, instruments, God will touch souls to bless you freely out of their hearts, please remember this, it is better to sing without any instruments, producers and successfully proceed through this courtroom on that day, than to hire professional producers, win all the souls on earth for Christ, and in the end, be commanded to depart out of this courtroom. The purpose of all gifts is to help build the body of Christ for free, you must allow the Holy Spirit to use the gifts through you always, according to his will, every disciple who has forsaken all things and working for Christ must be supported by means of free will offerings just as Christ and all the disciples did, but not through the sales of God's gifts, revelations, word, music, etc. The Lord himself will make sure he regulates your daily bread so you always have just enough to make it through each day, just as he and his disciples lived, the Father is seeking disciples who are willing and able to do more with little or nothing, but until the disciple forsakes all things, he must pull out his skill out of his heart and use it as a means to support his humble life, as we explained in the sermon Adultery Among the Gods, the farm, up on the screen, 
the court will show you all the souls whose lives could have been healed if you had not placed price tags and copyright protections on your ministry materials, and they shall show you the number of times the Lord had sent his word to warn you, and how you had allowed the money and fame to get the best of you, oh, how you will be so willing and ready to repent before the court, but it will be too late, courtroom of commitment and self-sacrifice. Here is where all your commitment and self-sacrifice to God is weighed in the balances of the Elohim to verify beyond all doubts if they are worthy and acceptable before him or not, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, Romans 12 to 1 Every believer who finds it difficult to sacrifice or hand over his entire life to God after Christ purchases him with his blood, he will find the entrance to the next courtroom as tiny as the eye of a needle, Matthew 19 colon 16 30 When you sell your entire life to Christ, and he purchases you by paying you the full amount with his blood, you must not commit the crime of handing over only a part of you to him, again, do not hold on to a portion of your life and expect God to accept the remaining, he wants it all, because all 100% of it belongs to him, if you are reading this, and you know you put your own life, family, career, entertainment before God and his work, the eyes of the angel in this courtroom shall turn into blazing fire against you, and his voice shall descend upon you like lightning, and he shall command you to depart. This is because you have failed to sacrifice the lifetime God entrusted to you, therefore the just God will not sacrifice his heaven and eternal life for you to enjoy, and because you have sacrificed yourself pursuing mammon, business empires, careers, degrees, prestige, societal statuses all of which belong to the prince of this world, you shall force the hand of God to send you to pursue mammon and the prince of the world themselves in hell where you wouldn't need to labor at all to find them, you shall remember your investments, businesses, mansions, lands, vehicles, etc., and it shall dawn on you how Satan has tricked you by using the idea called ownership to make you use your hands and lifetime to build properties for him in this world, as a disciple of Christ, whatsoever you do for God, do it as a sacrifice, it is not a sacrifice if you expect, demand ask the church to pay you money or in any way, in this courtroom, all those who set up Bible schools to train disciples for money and reward them with certificates and titles, shall be cast out as dead leaves into hell, because they have not followed the path of Jesus Christ, who called his disciples and taught them for free, all who teach in such institutions, and who pay money to attend shall join the Neolatans in hell, in the body of Christ. All who minister must do so like Jesus and like the disciples, to place a fee on your service as a minister is a serious crime which will cause your money to perish with thee and your peers in hellfire, by sacrificing your life and time to freely bless others, God will touch their hearts to bless you freely out of their hearts, that is how Jesus did and commands all who walk on the narrow path to do, dot ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein and ye shall find rest for your souls. Jeremiah 6 verse 16 Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. Proverbs 3 to 5 7 May we all repent and use the mercy the Lord has shown us wisely, that none of us shall be found wanting in this or any of the courtrooms of the Almighty. Amen.
quadrum of the Lord's Supper, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me, after the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do ye, as oft as ye drink it, in remembrance of me, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 24 to 25 For as often as ye eat this bread, and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come, 1 Corinthians 11 26 From these scriptures, it means to eat the Lord's supper worthily simply means, 1, to eat it in remembrance of Jesus Christ 2, to show and proclaim the Lord's death by a means called evangelism, as a holy disciple of Jesus, if you fail to do these, then knows that you are eating it unworthily, every disciple who eats without getting busy evangelizing will surely find himself sleeping like the ten virgins who mistakenly thought sitting idle with the anointing was the best way to wait for the coming bridegroom, Matthew 25 Jesus is commanding us to repent from eating it unworthily, and we shall not bring guilt and damnation upon our souls, Amen, under the new covenant apart from the Lord's Supper which Jesus commands you to eat and drink in remembrance of him, every other celebration or festival, including Christmas, birthdays, etc., is unscriptural, and therefore is not of God, please know this about birthday celebrations, the only person who was not conceived and born in sin is Jesus Christ, and so the angelic celebration at his birth did not grieve God, now, here is why your birth is different. The day you were born is a day you landed in a world of sin, with very little hope of you finding the narrow path, and with a very tiny chance of you walking on it to return to the Father, it is a day of heartbreak that reminds God of your departure from heaven and from his bosom about nine months earlier, one of Satan's ways of making you remind God of that sad day is to make you celebrate birthdays, it is how he tricks you to hurt the Father, he owns every birthday celebration. It is a satanic ritual, that cake, bread he tricks you to cut represents your own health, spiritually, you divide it among his invisible devils, and they eat to honor the queen of heaven mentioned in Jeremiah 7:18. also the candles you blow represent stars, blessings in your family, born and the unborn, he deceives you to blow them away freely into the waiting hands of his devils. You help them a lot, you really do, beloved. Here is a question you should ask yourself, if Jesus himself does not command you to celebrate his joyful day of birth, or the day you accepted Christ when all heavens rejoiced, what makes you think it is alright to celebrate a day that reminds God of his grief? And there are the Easter's, Palm Days, Ashes Days, and all kinds of strange celebrations that have absolutely nothing to do with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The time has come to stop contaminating your holiness with all these pagan celebrations that belong to the children of the world and accursed devils, do not even let their names come out of your mouth, all who want to inherit God's kingdom must respect, remember, participate and eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus Christ worthily, eat and drink it as often, in remembrance of Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for you, make it a core moment and part of your family life and time and do it the right way as scripture commands, whoso eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day, John 6:54. if you fail or neglect to eat and drink at the Lord's Supper as scripture commands, 
or if you judge yourself unworthy to do so, you shall have the shock of your life in this courtroom, the angel shall shout at you to depart, because you have judged and found yourself unworthy to dine with Christ on earth, therefore God will find and judge you unworthy to dine with him in eternity.